This is the Word of God from the household of David Church. It is a message designed to raise men after God's own heart. Listen and be blessed. Somebody. <laughs> so Jesus read this same scripture when he came to the earth. He looked for The Bible says, the spirit of the Lord God is upon me. Because, that's, that's the reason for the spirit being upon. He had anointed me. So when you are anointed, there is a spirit of God that is upon you. He has anointed me to preach the good tidings, number one. He has sent me to bind up, number two, the broken thing, to proclaim liberty to the captives, that's deliverance, and opening of the prison door to them that are bound, again, deliverance. Next verse. Verse two. To proclaim the acceptable year of the Lord, prophecy, and the day of vengeance of our God, to confront all that mourn, to appoint them that mourn in Zion, to give them beautiful ashes, oil of gladness for mourning, garment of praise instead of spirit of evidence that they might be called trees of righteousness that's prosperity hallelujah glory to god god bless you can have your seat this morning welcome to church jesus is alive forevermore hallelujah when the anointing of god is operating is doing one of these things to preach to teach to prophesy to deliver um so make people prosper. The anointing is the power of the Holy Spirit. The anointing in the spirit is like electricity in the physical. The anointing activates. The anointing causes things to happen. All the gadgets we are using this morning without them being powered, they will be here. They will look the same, but they will not function. Except a saint be anointed, the form is there, the grace is there, the patterns are there, but there will not be life in what they carry without the anointing of the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. But we are going in a particular direction because there are different, like I just said, works of the anointing. There are different types of the anointing, but we somehow are starting with some of the functions of the anointing. So first service, we spoke about the fact that in first Samuel 16, Samuel went to source uh, Jesus' house and poured the oil on David and as soon as he anointed David, a conversation started in the palace and they began to say, oh, King Saul, you, are, you have an evil spirit troubling you. You need somebody to play so that the spirit will stop troubling you. And the conversation led to David being pushed forward or being suggested. Now, we said two things. Number one, the guy that called the name of David as he wants to play the, uh, the, the app, had seen David before. And this way, saints should pay attention. So, then answered one of Saul's servants. Number one, how come the discussion about the king needing somebody to play for him all started after David was anointed? Not before he was anointed. Well, it was the same king, the same uh, uh, servants around him, but this time when somebody opened up a conversation, sir, you are sick. You are being vexed by an evil spirit. You need somebody to play. And then somebody said that, I have seen the son of Jesse. Now, this represents what I said earlier. All the gadgets been there but not being powered. He said that, behold, I have seen the son of Jesse, the Bethlehemite, uh, 
that is cunning in playing. So this guy recognized that David had talents and he was a skillful person. Now he said it for that. He said he's cunning playing a mighty valiant man. A man of war. Wow. Prudent in matter. This guy must have known David very well. And a handsome or a comely person. And the Lord was with him. But if you read for that, the Bible says that they went to take him from being with the sheep. In spite of all these attributes, that guy noticed that day that this is an industrious young man. But you see, he just went home and told his wife. He said, I saw a young man that impressed me today. No promotion for David, no suggestion. He did not live following the sheep, even though the guy saw these attributes. Because by the time the guy was talking to the king, it was not that day he saw David. He had seen David before, but he did nothing about seeing him. Probably he told his friend, I come, I saw one young guy today, very brilliant chap. Like people say, we don't even with two one, but it does not translate to prosperity. So he said that until the anointing came. As soon as David was anointed, this guy, they, that observation came alive again. And this time around, David was brought from following the sheep to Palat. The anointing causes all things that should promote you to come alive. Hallelujah. It has a way of connecting you and then waking people up on your behalf. It will jumpstart a conversation because of you. Hallelujah. Amen. It can be for deliverance. It can be for, but we are majoring on an anointing to spread. So we ended for service and I showed them Ezekiel 28 verse 14. That God gave something to Lucifer. Now, when we begin to talk about the workings of the anointing, we use David as an example. Here is another example. And this one is very strong. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Anybody anointed, we'll get to all this. Uh, we will break them down with time. But not today. But we are just having a like, like general look of the anointing right now. You know, Abraham called the first servant in his house. He said, go and, go and marry a wife for Isaac. And the guy said, God, this is a very tough work. And Abraham said, just put your hand under my thigh and said some things to the guy. Abraham was a man of God. We are going to get to a point where I will talk about what comes from God and what can come from man. See, there must have been a reason. There must have been a reason. When repeatedly, David kept saying that I can't touch Saul. This is the Lord's anointing. Maybe the final uh, teaching on this will be that if you don't value the anointing, you cannot walk in it. It can come on you, it will evaporate in no time. If you don't, something made David to value. He just caught the skirt of somebody who had been trying to arm him all day long. If David killed Saul, everybody would justify the killing. But David kept saying that, ah, he's the Lord's anointed. He was saying that because of a reason. You see, when Saul died, so uh, let me not skip because I'm talking about the anointing that accelerates and I'm talking about, so I'm looking at two functions, how the anointing promotes and how the anointing protects is where we are starting from somehow in this series of anointing. Are you following me? Hallelujah. So Ezekiel 28, then we go back to uh, the second, so the Bible said, Thou art 
So let's start from verse 13 so that we know what he's talking about. Or verse 12. Let's start from 12. Moreover, I'm sorry, son of man, take up a lamentation upon the king of Tyro. That's the name used for Lucifer. And say to him, Thus hear the Lord, thou sealest up the son. From verse 1 to 12, was talking about the physical ruler of Tyros. So that one is called the prince of Tyros. But the subject change or the person being addressed changed from verse 13. Bible says from verse 12. Son of man, say, Thus hear the Lord. Thou sealest up some, full of wisdom, perfect in beauty. Thou hast been in the garden of Eden, garden of God. So you know it's not talking about man anymore. No man was there except Adam. Every precious stone was thy covering. Of course, this is not man. We don't wear stone. We have wear flesh. The saddles and all those beautiful names. The, the workmanship of that tea break. That's why they said Satan is to lead choir in heaven. We don't know whether there was choir in heaven. But because this had to do with music, thy pipe was prepared. Other people play pipe. Satan's pipe was inside him. What a beautiful being. Hallelujah. <laughs> Bible says it was prepared the day thou was created. It was created with him. Thou art the anointed cherub that cover it. So even up till now, God still has four cherubims around him. Revelation chapter 4, Ezekiel chapter 1, Ezekiel chapter 2. Four cherubims around him with four faces. Face of a lion, face of an eagle, face of a man, and face of an ox. Don't pray to stand before the throne of God before your time. <laughs> it's not a very pleasant place to be. The beings around him, they are four, and each one has four faces. When John saw Jesus in glory, he said, I felt like a dead one. When Ezekiel saw him, the same thing. He said, he had to lay and even down after 21 days, he said, I felt, he said, he had to lay and say, he said, receive strength. Because that is not good for the flesh. Imagine this kind of creature looking at you. <laughs> so, hallelujah. Anyway, for cherub, but Satan was a cherubim also. He was a cherub at the same time, an archangel. But the Bible said that you were created so. And the Bible said, Thou was upon the holy mountain. Thou hast walked up and down in the midst of stones of fire. No angel could do this. So it was sort of a kind of a step above them. You were perfect in your ways from the day you were created till iniquity was found in you. Hmm. But let's go back to that verse 14. We are not for now interested in the rest of the story. But that's what thou art an anointed cherub that covered it. And I said that that word, I have done teaching along this line, this church before. I think I was more detailed that time. But let's just pick something from this. Thou art anointed cherub that covered it. That's anointed. It's from the word mimshak. It's a special type of anointing that causes you to spread. That's what I was saying. Thou art anointed cherub that spreads. And the Bible said that I set this soul. In other words, God said, I anointed thee with this particular anointing. Now, after the fall of Lucifer, the Bible said that the gifts and the callings of God are irrevocable. Or some other translation says they are without repentance. God does not take by what he gives a man. He did not collect the main shark anointing from Satan. For this cause, when people do money ritual, for this cause, when people do an album and offer it to Satan and they worship him, their album spreads. 
It becomes the ringtone. It, becomes, it goes everywhere. It is because of Mimshak anointing. Are you following what I'm saying? As soon as people... So, Satan was so sure of this anointing that he offered Jesus a part of it. As he began to tempt the Lord himself, Matthew 4, Luke 4, he said in the third temptation in Matthew 4, he put Jesus on the top of the mountain. He said, look at the whole world. If you bow, I will give them to you. And Jesus did not call him a liar. The Mimshak anointing was real. If Jesus bowed in two, three months, the whole world without the cross would have known about him. Satan told him, you talk of wealth and riches. I will give them to you. It's in my Mimshak anointing. All I'm going to do when you worship is I put a measure of the anointing on you based on the depth of your worship with me. If you do, you spread. This is why people are turning into occultism. Even at times, some pastors. Because people want to spread. They want to be great. But true greatness only comes from God. This is the reason why God did something to Jesus in Acts 1038. Since Satan had Meshach anointing, as soon as Jesus showed up also, Acts 1038 says, how God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with only ghost and with power. That is why his name is spreading right now. The same thing, an anointing, but a superior one. Because God doesn't bother to collect anything from Satan. He will just manufacture more. Because you can't exhaust God. If he gives you wealth and you're arrogant, it's the only person that can you take advantage of your pride and come in is Satan. God doesn't collect that money back for you, no matter how you begin to misbehave. He will just raise someone else and give this something better, something that will rubbish what you have. Because God is like an ocean. He cannot be exhausted. He doesn't say, bring that bucket of water back because you are no more serving me. No. There are still enough. Hallelujah. So God anointed Jesus also and then he expects believers to be anointed. So this spread, there is an anointing that casts out devils. So where we started from in Isaiah 10, 27, the Bible said that it shall come to pass that the body shall be removed off thy shoulder and the yoke from thy neck because of the anointing. There is a work of the anointing that destroys yokes. And you see, I am not just teaching this morning. Please let your antenna, spiritual antenna be standing. Whatever I'm sharing is also happening to people right now. There is deliverance going on right now. Oh, hallelujah. Thank you, Lord Jesus. My Lord, there is none like you. All of my days. Let me play. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Are you with me? So, but before we talk more about the spread, because everyone here is experiencing this. So David was wondering, what kind of speed is this? Samuel came to our house yesterday. Today they are talking and they are calling me in palace. The anointing is that powerful. God is awesome. Whatsoever God has created, both things in people's life, listening to me this morning, that are not powered. Because you are here this morning or you are watching me, by the anointing of the Spirit of God, those things are being powered right now. Amen. 
immediately after the service, conversations are happening to your advantage. In the name of Jesus Christ. This is an, an anointing service. It's not avoid. When we start talking about it, we start understanding that certain people uh, were anointed with oil, like Samuel. But when Moses wanted to pray for Joshua, he did not use oil. The Bible says Joshua was full of the spirit of wisdom because Moses had laid hands on him. So in Deuteronomy 34, Moses just called Joshua and said, come, I'm not going to use oil. Oil is not the only source because the anointing is the power of God. It's the power of God. It, if an anointed person anoints you with oil, something comes on you, but he doesn't need to use oil. If he puts his hand on something comes on you also, but you know what? He doesn't need to touch you if he speaks to you. The Bible said the spirit entered me when he spoke. Because Jesus said the words that I speak to, they are spirit and they are life. John 6, 3. Are you with me? So I don't need to touch anybody. And when the spirit is moving this way, it begins to show us why it's going the way it's going. One of the reasons, you know, as I, you know, I announced last week about this, and I was standing for service after after prayer meeting yesterday. Somebody woke up to me. By the time she shared her testimony, got the whole family also they are going to UK also, and I believe our last Sunday she will share a testimony. I did know that she edited the part where on a Sunday morning like this I was missing, and I called her out openly before everybody Sunday morning, and I spoke to her. I did not remember. She played the video for me yesterday. And now the mighty move, how God is shifting the whole family and things. I didn't know. Because occasionally I'm led to call people out and to pray. If I was the one controlling it, I would call all of you out. <laughs> but it is the Spirit of God. Sometimes it quickens a name. Say, look at that person. Just pray. Anything that happens in a public setting like this, that person can never be the same. It's not possible. You know, some things will happen and you will not even remember. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord Jesus. This life that I have. Hallelujah. Let's go on. <laughs> Hallelujah. Oh God, blessed be your name. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Hallelujah. See, if I don't go for teaching, just forgive me. But let's read the place again. Let's read the place again. You see, uh, I've told you before, Second Samuel chapter 1. I want to read verse 21. 2 Samuel 1, 21. Again, I've shared something on this before. See, the anointing protects. And we need this in this wicked world that we live in. I'm going to talk about sources of the anointing maybe next week, but you mountains of Gibeah. Now, when Saul died, David began to lament and he was the one saying these words. Let there be no dew, neither rain, nor your field. For there the shield of the mighty is vilely, in an embarrassing manner, cast away. He said the shield of Saul 
as though he had not been anointed. David could not wrap his head around it. When they told him that Saul died, he said, Saul died? He said Saul died? As he was crying, he began to say that he died as if he was not anointed. That means anointed people don't die this way. He said, you mean somebody brought sword and killed Saul? You mean somebody broke into their house, shot him, and that is the end of his Christian life? Now, this is not to say anything is wrong with those that this happened to. But this is just to call us to be more conscious of the anointing. So David said that he died as though he was not anointed. You know why he said so? He knew something about the protective power of the anointing. Because in Psalm 89, if we start from verse 17, look at what he said. So he was wondering, that, how can this happen to Saul? Saul was anointed. Because in Psalm 89, verse, let's start from verse 17. This is his own experience. For you are the glory and for thou art the glory of their strength and in the verse 18. Let's move on. For the Lord is our defender, the Lord is our king, the only one of Israel is our king. Thou speakest in a vision to thy only one and said, I have laid up for one that is mighty. I have exalted one chosen among the people. Local Caesar, in this present Nigeria, we need this. I have found my servant David. With my oil have I anointed him. As a result of that, with whom my hand shall be established. When you anointed God's hand is at work in your life. And my arm shall also strengthen him. That means no weakness. Next verse. He said, the enemy shall not exert upon him. Now, the son of wickedness afflicts him. Next verse. I will beat down his foes before his face and plague them that hate him. This was David's experience that the enemy will not exert upon me. He said, the son of the wicked will not overpower him. He said, I will beat down his foes and plague those who hate him. So he remembered that he was anointed and saw. He said, so why didn't this happen to Saul? Why did enemy kill him? He said, this guy died as though he was not anointed. So David began to wonder, oh, what he was anointed? Oh, was he not anointed? Because in his own case, this was his experience. The Lord told him that I put an oil on him. Let somebody hate you, I will plague them. Let them appear as your enemy. I will beat them down before you. Oh, hallelujah. Glory to God. That's what the word says. Where, where is this scripture that says that the Lord is with me like a mighty, terrible one? I just feel that that word is for somebody. Jeremiah 20, 11. Let's start from verse, um, the preceding verse. Let's start from verse 10. Remember, one of the works of the anointing is the day of vengeance of our God. For I heard, ah, this is powerful, I heard the defaming of many, fear on every side. Report, say they, we will report it. All my familiars watch for my health team. They want me to be stagnant. Say, paradventure, it will be enticed. We will prevail against him. We shall take our revenge on him. But, the Lord is with me as a mighty terrible one. He said, therefore my persecutors shall stumble. They shall not prevail. They shall be greatly ashamed. For they shall not prosper. Their everlasting confusion shall not be forgotten. You know, Karus caves. This is why 
it is not necessary that we occupy ourselves with prayer that Lord kill my enemy. New Testament don't do that. But there is something at work in us. When there is enemy, it is activated. This is it. And it's in Isaiah 59, I think. The Bible says, when the enemy shall come like a flood, the Spirit of God will raise a standard. It is automatic. It is automatic. When the enemy, when they are coming, the Spirit of God, that is the anointing. For the Spirit of the Lord God is upon me because he has anointed me. When the anointing is upon you, once the enemies are coming, the Spirit will raise a standard. Just say to Samson, Philistine, something rises in him. Unlike some of the things we've seen in some books, Samson did have Mosinia biceps. It was not a physical strength. It was a spiritual condition. A supernatural force. That just say Philistine, something comes out. And it's in that principle of Isaiah 59, 19, when the enemy shall come like a flood, the Spirit of God will raise a standard. When some other people say that when the enemy shall come like a flood, the Spirit of God will raise a standard. Or when the enemy shall come like a flood. Did you get that? Yes, Theologians debate everything. Some say enemies don't come like a flood. That it's a spirit that will raise a standard like a flood. Some say that it's enemy that go whichever one. Are you following me? Yes, Hallelujah. The anointing protects. The anointing protects. It's God's plan to secure his people in this wicked world. Without them being belabored by just praying and cursing everybody up and down. No. The anointing. The Lord is with me like a mighty, terrible one. They will not know anytime they make an attempt, they keep stumbling. It's because they are fighting the Lord. Why do the aging range? And the people imagine a vain thing. The Bible said the kings of this world they have gathered against the Lord and is anointed. It's a dream that will never come true. This is one of God's ways. He protects his people by putting the anointing on them. Oh Lord Jesus, we love you. Thank you, Jesus. The anointed one lives in us. What are the things we do to immerse ourselves more and more into the anointing? Because it's in categories. But I'm going to stop here today. In Psalm 90 verse 12, David began, oh, Psalm 92 verse 10, sorry, David was talking about fresh oil. Because you can't even stay at a level. And once there is an anointing operating in your life, from time to time, God wants to renew it. My own shall thou exalt like the own of a unicorn. I shall be anointed. With, you can turn it around. The other way is that my own will be exalted because I am anointed. So when I am anointed, my own will be exalted and out of a unicorn. I'm going to stand out. That is the meaning. I will be exalted. Stand out. Because of fresh oil. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. 
Master. Thank you. Lift up your hands wherever you are. Let's end it the way we did first service. The Lord told me not to do too much of praying for you, but he said, leave them with me. There is a presence of God here. I know many of you can feel it. Just let the anointing wrap you right now. The Spirit of God can minister to you better than any man, and he's here. You just get lost in the anointing right now. Release yourself. Let him take you deep. Things are being removed. At the same time, things are being put in people. I see garments changing. <laughs> I see garments changing. Garments of praise instead of spirit of heaviness. Results are changing. Stories are changing. Thank you, Jesus. Lo shalamanda. Anything is possible. Nothing stands successfully against the anointing. Those who have made attempts to get this job, get that job to prosper, it is coming on you freely this morning. Just worship and release yourself to Him. He's doing something. You can ask Him to pour it on you. Right on your seat, something is happening right where you are standing. Right where you are sitting, right where you are kneeling. Zusa blakato ko boshala mandala, balabasato ko bosuse kete kete. Oh Jesus, zusa blakata skotos. Jesus, Jesus, so many things are happening this morning. Jesus, Jesus, kingdom shall pass away. There is something about your name, Jesus. Jesus, Jesus, there is something about your name, Master, Savior, Jesus, like a fragrance after the wind. Your name is Jesus. Jesus, 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 let all heaven and I proclaim gifts and kingdom 
King Sam, King Sam Kidong, King Kidong, pass away. There is something about your name. I love, I love, I love your presence. Shall we all rise? I will witness in my spirit. There is somebody representing a family. Eh? Your family is marked for something negative. God just took away the mark now. And he said that he did not just take away the mark. He replaced it with a positive mark. That means the same way series of events happen negatively to the entire family, series of events will happen positively to the entire family. Thank you, Lord Jesus. I want to close now, but for some reason I'm being led to say this. I was watching, I don't know whether it was last night or two nights ago, the Holy Ghost, the convention of the redeemed. And the man that interprets of Pastor Deboe decided to share his own testimony of a severe COVID attack. He nearly died during COVID. And Dr. Tony, I said, we, 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 anything that we, we can't guarantee anything. I told Dr. He managed to tell the man, I don't worry. So they put him on. So he talked to him later until he found his life. I mean, it was a terrible condition he was in. And then Pastor Deboe called and prayed, just called on phone and prayed for him. Then he says something happened. And what happened is what I just want to say because it's going to happen like that to somebody. Just to just say, doctor set up, you know, they put all everything on him just for him not to die. When the doctor went out, just somebody wearing camouflage, coming with a group of people. And that one entered, remove everything the doctor puts and put another apparatus and put it on his body. He thought it was happening physically. When the doctor came, I said, did you see the man that came in with the people that they remove what to put and put something else? I said, no, you see what we put. In other words, God took that situation away from a physical doctor. The great physician set up his own apparatus. For those who are standing and anybody watching me with any health situation, I declare to you by the anointing of the spirit, no matter what they have said, infertility, this one, that one, cancer, whatever it is, ovarian cysts, and that you can't conceive, or low span count, this, whatever it is, in the name of the great physician, Jesus Christ, who does not fail, whose name I stand this morning. Now, he takes your case from the doctors of this world, he attends to you personally, and now your miracle is received in the name of Jesus. 
so many people will testify to a lot of impossible situations being made possible. Because I sense the presence of the Lord when I made that last decree, that kind of decree, you don't waste time on it. It's already endorsed. It came by the Spirit, and you will see the testimonies that will come from this. From those who are standing here and those who are watching me. And at any time you watch this broadcast, the same anointing. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Glory to your name. I see the Lord making announcements over you. It is your time to shine. It's your season of lifting. In the name of Jesus. Rejoice and give God praise. Thank you for being a part of our broadcast. You know we never like to end without giving you an opportunity to make Jesus Christ the Lord of your life. Coming into Christ is beyond joining a church, is beyond a religion. It is joining God's family. And that is done when you believe in Christ Jesus. So I just want to lead you right away now. If you are, if you want to give your heart to Christ. Just say after me, say, Lord Jesus, I believe that you died and rose again and that you paid for my sins. I accept you as my Lord and my Savior and from today I belong to you. If you have said those words, will be late, you are born again, you are part of God's family right now. You can go ahead and rejoice about it. God bless you. We love you. God bless you.